Amen. Michelle. I was beautiful. Ooh. That was the sermon. All right. This is just like icing on the cake now. Um, ooh. I want to talk about what uh, this congregation has been thinking through for the past few weeks as far as wisdom. And this morning I want to connect that to our understanding of God's love. And not only God's love for us, but God's love for the world. So that's where we're headed this morning. And I want to invite you to join me as we pray and begin. God, we invite you to stir our hearts, to inspire us, and empower us to live as the people and the community that you have called us to be. Help us to know your love in our head and our hearts and to share and reflect that love in the world around us. That is what we long for. That is our prayer. We offer it in Jesus' name. Amen. This week I was thinking about a crush that I had in second grade. His name was Joshua. He was just a little bit taller than me, and he had a flat top with a rat tail. Yeah. He had the best smile, and he wore stonewashed jeans and neon sweaters, which was like totally rad in the 1980s. Joshua was my first crush, and I was totally in like. Not love, like. I'm sure some of you remember your first crush. Just wondering, did you get really nervous around them? Did you pass them notes at school? Right? Maybe you practiced writing your name with their last name? Just in case, right? Oh, well, if you did, you're not alone. But as you know, crushes come and crushes go. I'm sad to say I did not marry Joshua. It did not come to pass. But since second grade, I have learned that love is more than just those butterflies in your stomach and those hearts you write on your folder. Love really is about a commitment, a decision, a willingness to connect your lives with one another. It's a promise that, that you will keep your heart open as you grow together with your partner. And that love is always a gift to be celebrated. Now, one of my favorite love stories actually comes from a couple that I knew when I was serving the church in Blair. Jean and Katie Flynn had been married for nearly 50 years, and they were telling me about one of their very first dates. They had to go out of town. They had to drive out of town, so Jean was driving his car. And on the way back home, Katie 
needed to use the ladies' room. But it was their first date, and she was nervous, and she just didn't want to tell Jean that she needed to stop. But eventually, her teeth were floating, <laughs> and she had to tell him. And this is what he said to her, and I've never forgotten it. I never want you to be afraid to tell me what you need. Isn't that simple? But beautiful? I never want you to be afraid to tell me what you need. That's love. And it's a beautiful part of our lives, and it's also a beautiful part of our faith. Now, for some people, God may feel like this distant being who has sort of set things into motion and then walked away. God is sort of just watching from afar, seeing how things will unfold. For others, there's a, a belief that God exists, a belief that, that faith is, is somehow important, but, but there's this this confusion about how it might really shape their everyday lives. And for others, God is as close as a dear friend. God is someone whose presence they feel on the regular, someone that they trust, someone that they know will be with them through the good days and the hard days. And faith falls all along that spectrum, right? It's, it's a little bit different in each of our lives. Well, what I want to note this morning is that wherever we may be in our understanding of who God is and how God is at work, these words of Proverbs 3 are inviting us to consider God's presence right here, right now. God's work in us, through us, and all around us. Proverbs 3 says that wisdom begins with that acknowledgement of God with us. Not distant, not disconnected, not disinterested, but God with us right here, right now, in the messiness of our world and our lives. Acknowledging that presence of God is what helps us begin to understand the depths of God's love for us and for the world. When we begin to see God at work around us, we begin to see ourselves, our neighbors, and even strangers as children of God created in the image of God, beloved and chosen by God. And because that becomes our perspective, our view of the world, we then are called to live in a way that reflects that love every day. It is that wisdom, that knowing of God and trusting of God that empowers us to be the people and the community that God's called us to be. And it really all boils down to how we love. How we love God, how we love one another. 
our whole faith story has love woven through it. It's not fear, it's not exclusion, it's not guilt, it's not shame, it's love. Love is what connects every story we read, every story we hear, and our own story to what God has been doing. It's a deep and abiding love that never lets us go. That is how God shows up in our world and in our lives. You might say that God is head over heels about us. Isn't that kind of sweet? God is drawing hearts on a folder and putting our names inside. But even more than that, God is inviting us to simply be ourselves and to never be afraid to ask for what we need. I feel like I wrote this next line 800 times in this sermon, but I'm going to say it anyway. God loves us just the way we are. God chooses us. And God is at work. Even when we can't see it or understand it all, God is there. And I find that to be such good news. Now, I titled this morning's message, The First Place in Our Hearts, because I believe that it is our faith in this God of love that helps us to navigate all that life will bring our way. It empowers us, it gives us meaning and purpose and joy, and we may spend a lifetime trying to find it in other places, right? But in the end, I think we will discover, in fact, I know we will discover, that it is really our faith that makes all the difference. And that is why God deserves the first place in our hearts. Now, King Solomon was known for his wisdom. He's the author of these words we heard this morning. And again, they are words that invite us to remember God with us. Words that remind us God loves us, that God can be trusted, and that God is good. So I want you to hear them one more time. He writes, Do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. You see, when we put our faith and our trust in God, we are building our lives on a firm foundation that nothing can shake. And our sometimes wandering paths will be made straight. God brings what feels like these disconnected parts of our lives and, and moves them together so they create this beautiful picture. And if you're someone who's done a lot of wandering, whew, that feels like good news. 
again. We can spend our lives trying to put our, our trust, our hope, our faith in other things, like our wealth, our stuff, our work, our success, our influence. But all of that, all of that can go away. All of that can change. All of that is temporary. It, it doesn't last. And so this morning, I invite each of us to put God at the center of our lives and our hearts so that we can discover the truth of who we are and who God is. Famous author and speaker Stephen Covey, he puts it this way. He says, whatever is at the center of our lives will be the source of our security, guidance, wisdom, and power. Whatever is at the center of our life will be the source of our security, guidance, wisdom, and power. So what will we put at the center? What will become our source for security, guidance, wisdom, and power? When we put God at the center, we find that it makes all the difference, that it becomes a firm foundation we begin to see that we are not alone on the journey. We discover that God is guiding us along the way. We see godly wisdom shaping our everyday decisions, and we find a strength and power that we never could have imagined. But we get to decide. You and I get to decide what we will put at the center and so this morning, I want to encourage you to put God in that place, to put faith at the center of your life and your heart, because when you do, it changes everything. God is with us right here, right now. God loves us, and there's nothing that will ever change that. And so this morning, we pray that that love of God will be our firm foundation and our witness to the world. May it be so. Amen.